0: I hit record seven minutes ago.
1: Oh, I hit record seven <laughs> minutes ago. I'm Baron von Recordingston. Sort yourself out. Oh, we could
2: all hit record seven minutes ago, Jonathan, if 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 we thought seven minutes ago to do it. That's how easy it would have been.
0: Well, I, I don't think it was even good that I hit it so early. I, I messed up. Now there's seven minutes of garbage.
2: I'm the Baron. Time to pay your taxes and other things Barons might say. I don't know much about... Barony, if I'm perfectly honest with you, Jonathan. Me neither. I don't know enough about Barony to satirize it. Now, if we're talking ombudsman. Oh, I've got a bag full of jokes. You know about ombudsman's? No, no, that was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I Totally believed you.
3: Well, it's a it's a Buddhist pot dealer, right? Yep.
1: <laughs> you um,
3: but,
1: yeah. acted it out <laughs> Right I'm going to sing some Tell me what the matter is tell me what
2: the matter is tell me tell me what the
1: matter is
3: Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998 since then he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan Off-Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will
2: ride again. Jonathan. Yes, Jonathan, star of stage and screen. Yeah. S- s- uh, Star off screen. Yes. For a minute.
0: Very briefly.
2: In 1998. Is that how long? It was that long ago. 21 years. Co-star. Hmm. Co-star of a handful of screens in 1998. Jonathan.
0: It was actually pretty well. I don't toot my own horn a lot, but millions, millions of view- viewers, regular viewers, worldwide, might I add.
2: Yeah. And d- did, did you ever toot your horn on the show? What does, what does that mean? Like...
0: Toot my own nose or squeak a give horn? Give
2: yourself a blow job. Did
3: I give myself a blow job? No, I did not.
0: On
2: MTV's Road Rules Northern Trail.
3: Because that would have been the time to do it. Like, everybody was giving themselves head. That, that's like, I, I think that's a couple years after Marilyn Manson had those two ribs removed.
2: Yep.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. And I, I don't, I can't do
2: that. Jonathan! Yes. I said you were star of stage and screen. I'm not. And you, you, you approached that idea cynically. Somewhat. Now we've established, as you very arrogantly said when you tooted your own horn, what that you were a mega star of screen, an international
3: superstar.
2: Yep. Wore your baseball hat on backwards on that show, so everyone knew you was cool.
0: I did. I still would if I could. I- just, yeah, you know, don't
3: have hair, so it doesn't seem as cool now. It doesn't, uh, you would think it would be more practical, though, because now you actually need to protect your scalp from the sun.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, the sun's going to burn that little round head, my friend.
3: It was uh, being cool and practical, as you know, Conrad,
0: have very little to do with each other. You wear the hat, and then you have a tuft of your hair coming out, as if to say... I can't be contained by just a hat that I won't even wear
2: frontwards. thats I mean, let's get into the logistics here. The added benefit of having hair is you can safely wear your baseball cap backwards because you pull that hair out at the front, yeah. and that will shield your eyes from the sun's deathly, merciless gaze. And he can't do that now. If he pulls his baseball cap on backwards, immediately he will go, ah! As the sun burns his retinas. Well, it's more
0: that it just shows a, a window to my bald scalp. It's like a, a window into an empty house. It's sad when you see a bald man with a atom. That'd be good.
2: We could sit you on a little stool. What? We could, we could sit you on a little stool, charge uh, a, a purse of coins... Right. If anyone wants to come into our tent, we'll set up a tent in Fenway Park, right? You'll be inside on a little stool, and please cross our palms with a purse of monies to come in and have a bit of a gawk at the bald window, man. And they can all gather around you sat there. Wearing a sailor suit, of course. What? Um, Well, sailor suit bottoms, sailor suit hat, mesh tank top. Put on your mesh tank top (laughs) so people can come and see you. And they'll gather round and you'll have this baseball cap on backwards. And that little bit where the hair would be, it's just your pallid skin. And you will be pallid by that point. We won't have fed you. Um, Just to really give off the look of a sickly, sad old man. And they can all gather round and say, Christ almighty. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's (laughs)
0: that's the end game there that's the goal
2: i'd like you to look as sick and old as possible and then we can just charge people money to come and look at you and say i'm glad i'm not that
3: you know though maybe there's an opportunity for you to reclaim the backwards hat look right but without the backwards hat right you could you know because you don't have the hair anymore now you have to accentuate that bit of scalp so what we could do is have you wear the baseball cap backwards and then we'll put you in a tanning bed mm. oh, for like six, eight hours. Yeah. With with the hat on backwards. Obviously. With the hat on backwards so that that little gap spot gets really, really, really <laughs> nice and crispy tan. Wow. I'll
2: tell you another thing we could do. We could be subversive, because if there's one thing I've learned, it's that people like subversion in their media now. So instead of wearing the baseball cap on backwards, you wear it forwards, but you are backwards.
0: So I... Do everything backwards with the hat on forwards?
2: Yeah, I mean, it basically you put a baseball cap on and then just walk backwards.
0: And draw, like, a little face on, because I'm bald enough that you, you could... draw could...
2: a little face on your head!
0: On the back of my head, yeah.
2: Uh, hey, it's me, Jonathan, off Road rolls
0: <laughs> No one's
3: going <laughs> to see that and be like, yeah, that's what's good. This is like the new mullet, though. Business up front, party at the back, right? Yeah. Like you got the front end of you with the normal face. But, you know, when it's time to party, all you have to do is start moving backwards. You got the happy face on the backside.
2: Fuck me. People gather around that and say, Jesus Christ. The, 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 they, they're going to think that I think I'm
0: funny and they're going to not think it's funny. <laughs> they're not like me immediately. Hey, not
2: forwards! <laughs> I've tricked you. Nope. We're getting very far away from my point. <laughs> I've got a point. You did? Oh, absolutely. You you can see it. It's burning. Um, I've got this burning red hot point, and this is what it is. You said that you are not a star of stage on screen. We need to fix that. You've already got star of screen. You've got that on your resume. No one can take that away from you. It's you and DJ Qualls as basically America's heartthrobs from the 90s. So... What we need to do is make you a star of stage, and I have written a play for you to be in. Really? Yeah. You don't even have to learn any lines, really. People don't know this, but I shake my head so much. Like, <laughs> the
0: show, you just there will be silence. Like I guess he's just listening, but no, I'm, my head shakes so often.
1: <laughs> I haven't even said what the play is, and you I
0: know, but when you... Conrad was saying like, "We'll bake your skin until it's crispy," I was shaking and being like, "Why would I?" and then you were saying something, and I was... Anyway, so yes, okay, yes, you've written a play. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to bring fine art to this institution known as Boston's favourite son, and you're there telling the listeners how you're just shaking your head and p- p- holding your nose and going, "Oh, Pong Whiffy, that smells of cum, like you do every week. I've never done that. That's your catchphrase. Your catchphrase is, ooh, Pong Whiffy, this smells of cum. <laughs> That's...
0: That that means I don't like the smell is what yeah, I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: If we smeared a bit of cum on your top lip. <sighs> Why? On your top lip. And just filmed you filmed you going about your normal day but with this cum at the top of your lip so you're always smelling it and people can always see it. do you think we could sell that as a Netflix special? Why what
0: is it that's so disgusting about <laughs> that? It's so hard to cuz I know in terms of practicalities, the science of it. Yeah. Semen is not entirely, it's not as bad as feces or, or urine, but it's something about, like, as bad for you in terms of its content. But it, there's something about having it on you that's just particularly disgusting. I guess it speaks to a certain complete lack of boundaries, appropriate boundaries, like the ability to be a safe person to be around.
2: I think it's because people, people don't like to see it for very long. They like to know it's happened, (laughs) but it's like, swallow that, spit it in the bin, throw the condom away or hang it off a fence, put it inside someone or something. Get it out of my... Like, I'm glad it's there, but I'm done seeing it now. Get rid of it quick now. And so when it's on your lip, when you're doing your Netflix special... Lip, you said? Yeah, when you're doing Percival Pump Juice, the daily adventures of Percival Pump Juice, and it's just you trying to live a normal life with essentially a cum moustache that has to be, if we're being perfectly honest... Regularly reapplied, oh. regularly and liberally reapplied, so it don't dry out, Jonathan. The last thing you want is dry lips. <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> dry lips are fine. <laughs> Semen on my upper lip, the 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 nip, the the not nipple though, the space between the nose and the lip,
2: sometimes called the
0: nip by people.
2: No, uh, that's called. Th- That's called the face perineum.
0: Oh, that sounds more scientific. Yeah. sounds like a scientist.
2: Yeah. That's great. I've written a play. (laughs) I was going to tell you about it 15 minutes ago. (laughs) I've written a play to bring dignity back to your name. You're going to tread the boards. You're not just going to be some reality star, most famous for wearing his baseball cap backwards, Jonathan off Road Rules Holmes. No, you... Yes, sly little whelp, you are going to become an honest-to-god thespian. They're going to have you in SAG after they see this. Okay. It's called the Trial of Pudding, lad.
0: That sounds good.
1: Yeah.
0: What, uh, yeah. Wh- what's it about, You're... though? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Trial of Pudding, lad. That's what you said.
1: It's even better when someone else says it.
0: Yeah, I know that feeling, but I don't know if it's true.
2: (laughs) The Trial of Pudding we're all in it. I've written parts tailor-made for all of us to play to our strengths as actors. So we're all going to get in SAG. We're all going to get in SAG and get that sweet, sweet union money.
0: The Screen Actors Guild, isn't it not that hard? You just have to pay your dues and, like, act in three things or something? Yeah. It's a Screen Actors Guild. It's not even for stage. Why don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. yeah, well, they'll Sorry. see
2: it and they'll say fuck we've got to get these on we're going to give these a Netflix special we're going to adapt Pudding Lad for film so anyway the trial of Pudding Lad mm. starts curtains closed in the traditional way a play would start with them closed so they can open so the play can start proper times so <laughs> the curtains open I am there A plate is behind me between my legs. I am dressed in a schoolboy outfit. It's a bit too small for me. The shorts are almost Daisy Dukes on me. And the shirt is high enough to where a bit of my fat belly spills out. And I've got a tie on, a little school uniform tie and a blazer. And you'll notice, the audience will immediately notice that the shorts are very inlumpened. Like, round the back. It's not just my ass, right? Big, lumpy. I mean, I want to say it's about the size of two other asses bolted onto the end of my ass, And the shorts are swollen with this lump, right? I, I look across the audience and say,
1: oh, I'm pudding, lads, and I don't feel very well. Oh, my tummy's grumbling with sick badness inside me. I've got the foul humours. I get out a little pen knife and
2: reach around behind myself and slit the shorts and rice pudding just comes spilling out. Rice pudding just comes spilling out onto the plate on the floor and, let's face it, everywhere else on the stage as I bend over, hands on my knees and go,
1: Oh, no, I'm doing a shit! Oh, Pudding Lad's doing a big old shit on stage, and I don't mind saying shit because this is an edgy outsider fringe play. Oh, it's
0: just because you watched, you watched The Green Inferno, didn't you?
1: Oh, this is just like The Green Inferno! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Oh, Jesus! Sounds God. like a
3: brown inferno it's
0: to me, a,
1: but it's, it, a movie. technically it's a white inferno because I'm pooing <laughs> rice pudding because I'm Pudding Lad! I don't even want to do a shit! Most of the time, your old pudding lad wants to go about his daily business, but my art has got business of its own to conduct, and it don't much care about your old pudding lad. Oh, this is a right old trial. Well,
3: oh, and rice pudding as a pudding choice, excellent, excellent decision. Because what? that is just some lumpy, It's it's kind of like cottage cheese, And it's, you know, it's consistent except much firmer. It's disgusting. It's very
0: troubling to think because in a way it's grosser if it looks like, uh, you know, brown pudding, chocolate pudding because you're like, oh, it's feces. But if someone were to poo white clumps, yeah, they are going to – they are infected. They are – I am on board. (laughs) Why are you on board? And is he pudding lad because he poops pudding? Why is –
1: Oh, Pudding Lad's <laughs> Pudding Lad is full of foul diseases.
3: Yeah, I want to know where this Pudding Lad thing's going. I am, I'm in it. He's in you're
1: it. on the hook. I can tell you, humble audience, you're on the hook here. You can't wait to see what happens. Oh, Ground coming out. <laughs>
2: And then I reach behind myself and just like proper just start slapping the back of my shorts to really like squeeze it all out.
1: Oh, oh, I must admit, I didn't want to do a shit, but it does feel good when it comes out of me. Oh, oh, oh.
2: And then I stand upright, hands at my sides, and then I bow for the audience. (laughs) Bow, (laughs) bow, bow. I say as I look off to the side.
1: Oh, no, here comes Wrong Daddy. No one likes it when Wrong Daddy comes to play. Oh, I'm out of here. So I I leave. Exit stage
2: left. Entree stage right. Oh, it's it's only the Wrong Daddy. That's you, Jonathan. Wrong Daddy? Yeah, wearing a stained, sweat-stained wife beater and jeans that are covered in oil and muck and dirt. And you come on just just like muttering on wow.
1: fuck!" wrong daddy
2: yeah you stand on stage in front of the pile of rice pudding you look at the audience oh, no. and they are encouraged We've, we'll have stagehands encouraging them to Boo and yell and hate you.
0: <laughs> this is restoring my dignity. Just bring it back. To <laughs> oh, me. yeah. So, yeah. wrong daddy is hated by the crowd because he's approaching the shit pile.
2: The stage are like, boo him, yell at him, hate this man. He's the hate heel. Hate the wrong daddy. It's going to get worse, they yell. It's going to get worse. At which point, you unfasten your jeans. Uh, pull them down to your ankles uh, so your pants are down and then you just fall backwards and sit in the rice pudding you sit in the rice pudding and at that point i mean the stagehands are like really antagonizing the audience here to be so offended at what you've done they've been given things to throw
3: (laughs) and you who gave them the things.
2: I may have handed a few half-opened yoghurt pots.
3: Well, everybody reaches under their seats and they find, you know, an assortment of slightly out-of-date grocery store products. Yeah.
2: Mostly little bags of rice pudding. <laughs> so. so. <laughs> the stagehands are yelling. They're dressed as elves and they're yelling, Bad, the bad wrong daddy has sat in the rice pudding. He doesn't get to be near Rice Pudding. Everyone throw your assortments at him. And they've been given assortments. So it's mostly little bags of Rice Pudding, which they will hurl at you for the crime of sitting in Pudding Lad's Rice Pudding in your underpants.
0: So Pudding Lad, totally off the hook. <laughs> Shits in front of the crowd and, and sh- yells about it for a while. Yeah. Well, He couldn't control
1: it. He couldn't help it. He
0: couldn't stop himself. He's the victim here. He made no effort to find a toilet or a porta potty or any receptacle for the feces. He just stood in front
2: of the crowd and said, Oh, here it comes. Oh no He made an effort to pretend he was upset about it. He he narrated it to
0: the nth degree, taking great in my opinion <laughs> self satisfaction
3: in Well yeah because you got to play to the back seats you know like yeah you really don't have to none of <sighs> the seats need
2: to Jonathan if it helps I am off stage at this point with a microphone that I've pressed like right up to my mouth and I'm just going Pervert. <laughs> Jonathan's a fucking pervert. I needed a shit, but he's a fucking pervert sitting around in in rice pudding in his pants. I've got to eat that. You've got to, you've got to eat. You've got to eat that. You you you. It came out of you. I'm not letting. I'm not letting good rice pudding go to waste, Jonathan. <laughs> it's
3: not even. But who knows where those pants have been, right?
1: Well, even on a
0: good day, it was up on your ass already, may not have...
2: Are you confused as to what the point of this play is? It's a trial of Pudding Boy, if I... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
2: yeah. So, it all makes sense. The penny drops when Conrad comes out dressed as a London bobby with a stick and hits you. He comes out and says, hello, hello, hello. who's this dirty rice pudding bastard? I'm gonna whip you for perversions. Oh! How
3: dare you be so perversions! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really uh like, imperversions. That's
2: what... And then the audience are encouraged to like clap along as he's as he's bonking you with a stick and go perversions! 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 We don't have
3: any room for preverts around here. Move along with your preversions. Hitting me the entire time. Jonathan's
2: a fucking pervert. I hope that London Bobby puts that stick up his ass. <laughs>
0: So the violence towards me, okay. The shitting all over the stage in front of people, okay. Me seeming to be delirious, confused, not okay. You know, in trouble, maybe needing – Some helper guidance, because I can't... I'm muttering to myself like a deranged person. This is the person who receives the violence.
3: Yeah, but you do that most of the episodes, and and it's never bothered us before.
2: Yeah. So anyway, you're on all fours, Jonathan. You're crawling around. What? While... Well, Conrad is dressed as a London police officer, and he's bashing you on the ass with a stick. Going perversions, perversions! I come back out as Pudding Lad. Come out, and say, "Oh, time for another shit!" And I turn around and bend over and point my ass at you, Jonathan, and then just rice pudding sprays out of my ass. We'll have a high-powered hose, like, hooked up. It'll be taped to my leg and come out the shorts.
3: Well, that's why you had to go off stage for the costume change.
2: Yeah, get myself rigged up. Yeah. And just,
1: <laughs>
2: and just spraying loads of it all over you. And then me and... <laughs> I'll do that until you, like, slip. The moment I see you, like, land flat on your face in the rice pudding... Because you're going to try and stay crawling around if you can. But eventually it will get too slimy. You'll fall over. The moment we see that, I'll yell, he's falling over, officer. And then the Bobby says, well, there's only one thing we can do. We grab you, Jonathan. <laughs> we lift you up. There's only one thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. I've got you under the arms. Conrad's got your ankles and we we parade you up and down. We come off the stage and we parade you up and down the audience, inviting them to lick the rice pudding off you. Wow. To clean you. Clean the pervert.
1: Clean the pervert.
3: Oh, this pervert He's a good cleaning. (laughs) It's not. Oh, I mean,
1: the wrong dad. He's done a dirty pervert. And they're all going to have to lick him clean.
0: And they want to. You think the audience? They want to lick. They want to lick me clean. Oh, they're loving it. What are you
3: talking about?
2: But yeah, they—they've been going ooh, ah, as they see you approaching. Just in some of them, literally smacking their chops as they as they eat the sin. And we'll be do, doing that as well. Come on, eat, eat his sin. Eat Jonathan's sin. Anyway, Big White Banner drops down on the stage. Okay. White Banner, black text. It says David Koch died. (laughs) Lights go out.
3: (laughs) Guaranteed standing ovation. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that is, you end on that and you end on something that already has a pre-installed audience for sure. But not to be too analytical, but rice pudding is sort of uh, semen-like in a way. What? And you somehow turned it into a, 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 a feces, too. What? It feels like you've come... And all the stuff you were saying earlier, really passionately, in a way, that you seem in, After you've seen it for a few seconds, you didn't actually put a timetable on it, but you said, you know, after it's released and has presented itself, you want to get rid of it. You want to put it in the... The trash.
2: Yeah, there's a short shelf life for people's patience with cum. But on the other
0: hand, with this rice pudding, you feel as though people will be endlessly interested in seeing the the pudding shit all over a man and that <laughs> even after it's been on him for for or it's it's been out and about, you know, for a while.
2: Jonathan. You think they're gonna want to eat it is what you've Jonathan. Are you poo-pooing me because you're worried that when you pull your pants down to sit in the rice pudding, everyone's going to see that Foo Fighters tattoo on your inner thigh?
1: Why why,
3: I, why do I want to sit in the rice? Right, what's my motivation?
1: You're the wrong daddy.
3: <laughs> Tell me something that there's, that's more wrong about this scenario than you dropping trow and sitting down in a pile of... <laughs> of rice pudding i mean i'm not saying it's right
2: it's the sickest part of the show that's why everyone's so angry and hateful towards you and that's how you get your dignity back
0: (laughs) (laughs) it would um i wouldn't be the part of the show that people were the most disgusted and confused by i don't think
2: oh jonathan would you would you like to be a trash goblin
1: (laughs) no d I don't
2: You can be. That's another idea I've had cooking for you, just to like reinforce the idea that you are Boston's favorite son, that you are the most cherished aspect of Boston's heritage. It's so, oh, Jonathan. Yeah, he was on road rules, and also he's the local trash goblin. If if you find him outside your house rummaging through your trash cans and just smearing your waste all over himself. You'll be blessed with glad tidings and luck for a week. And then he'll go do it to someone else. So I give tidings? You're, you're the lucky trash goblin of Boston. The idea is, right, we paint you green. <laughs> we paint you green. We put you in uh, uh, hempen pantaloons. Nothing else. I don't
0: know if I know what hempen pant, But it's at least pants. I'm covered, mostly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, except the arse, obviously. We've cut the... We've cut a hole there. Oh just in case you you know you need to do your business out in the street because we will not let you go into a bathroom bathrooms are for people jonathan not for goblins you do it in alleys now. and besides have you ever tried to get feces out of hemp no you're really going to want that open yeah you're going to want to flap
3: can't
0: i just take the can't i just go to a, 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 a toilet and put my pull you my could pants. do it
2: in people's bins
0: <laughs> in their trash bins
2: <laughs> yeah what you do right this is this is all part of it this is what will make you a local legend i think that's what it should be i think you jonathan should be a cryptozoological myth like the chupacabra or the rake or some other ones Loch Ness monster You could be the Boston Trash Goblin. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, young ones, (laughs) you look out the window, you might see the Trash Goblin doing a dump in your cans.
3: It's kind of like the Tooth Fairy, right? You know, the kid puts the tooth under their pillow and then, you know, the next morning they might have a shiny quarter or I don't know, with inflation, it might be a 20 by this point, who the fuck knows, but... uh, Instead here with you as the Trash Goblin, you see, they put their trash out in the morning and then when they come to get it back, they might find a special surprise from the Trash Goblin of Boston. Yeah. So,
2: and they'll know that then they've got a week of good good tidings, glad tidings and good fortune awaits them because the Trash Goblin has left a little brown surprise.
0: So you want me to actually defecate in people's <laughs> trash cans? <laughs>
2: I don't want you to do it. Oh, good. I think you should. That's, that's very
0: much the same thing, I think.
2: And I think you should be encouraged to arrive at that decision on your own by a menacing man with a cattle prod who will zap you if you don't do it. It's like if somebody asks you to kill them, right?
3: You know, someone who's who's suffering, right? But, uh, you know, like, I don't know. David Coke. Let's say David Koch was slowly dying in front of you. Wow. Right? Okay. Now, I wouldn't want you to kill David Coke, But shouldn't you?
2: <laughs> no. If you were dressed up as a goblin, you had little pointy ears and a long nose, and you'd go, nip, 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 make me <laughs> goblin, nip, 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 time to die. You could say that. That could be your catchphrase. If If people do, like, if kids, like... You know how kids, like, sneak downstairs at Christmas Eve to see if they can catch Santa? I reckon kids... <laughs> oh, kids
3: will be skipping school yeah. to stay home to catch the trash <laughs> gun. To try and
2: catch you. And if, you, if they see you and you see them, you just go, Yep, 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 you found me, little one, time to die! And then you pull out a switchblade and you just come at them. You just you just launch at them like a velvet nightmare.
0: So you want... So... You don't
2: do anything. You just menace them. The way you're being menaced by a man with a cattle prod. You know how Santa Claus... I keep coming back to Santa Claus because he's, like, the greatest of the cryptozoological myths. All right, you know how Santa Claus has Krampus who helps him out by, like, putting all, like, the dirty boys in a bag and carrying them off to Valhalla, right? I didn't know they worked together. Oh, yeah, not I don't know if... Okay. Like- Popular culture has tried is like solidified him as, as as an anti an antithesis to Santa, like a villain. Mm. But they're actually good mates. Oh yeah. He does he does the necessary work of punishing the naughty ones.
3: Yeah, no, Santa has Krampus around for tea like twice a week. Mm-hmm. They're they're tight. Really? Yeah.
2: Huh. So just like Santa has Krampus, you have Hazmat Harry. <laughs> that
1: it's a sound. dude in a
2: hazmat suit with a, that he just found at a dump and a cattle prod that I've given him, and he just follows you around going, hurr, hurr, while brandishing the cattle prod threateningly at you until you're done digging through people's trash and smearing it all over you. So, uh, uh,
0: uh, so I, I smear trash on me as well as yeah. defecate in trash cans.
2: That's, that's the exchange. You cover yourself in trash. And to pay them back for their kindnesses, you, you know, pull that flap down, sit on the bin, like jump up onto the top of the trash can, and then kick your feet in the air while you're sat there going,
1: a goblin is me, a goblin is me, fiddle dee dee.
0: It really goes against my nature. It's it's really. The kids
2: can encourage the trash goblin to come and visit them and bring his good fortune and merry deeds by leaving an onion out on their front doorstep,
1: which you can go
2: over and eat like an apple. Oh,
1: I hate onions. Oh, Whoa, what's this I see? An onion for me? You, like, skip over. Tiddle-dee-dee, dee 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 An onion on this...
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're not special, onions. They're
1: an like... onion on this doorstep. Time for me to eat it like an apple. Ugh. They're like
3: 15 cents, I think, a piece.
1: Yeah, so people can leave out a lot... People to leave out a lot of onions for you to munch on.
3: Well, and most of these myths, they, they reside in the culture of the lower class, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. it just makes perfect sense that it should be an affordable thing. They
2: start off in the culture of the lower class, and then the upper class buys it and sells it back to them for money. And that's what'll happen with this. You'll get your Netflix special, and people will pay to watch the Trash <laughs> Goblin eat onions like apples and in trash cans. But, 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 so You live in the dump. What do
0: you call them? <laughs> cryptozoological crypto, crypto myths you're calling these is that right cryptozoo yeah,
2: yeah chupacabra loch ness monster up, the rake santa claus jesus christ and the trash goblin
0: well they, they the, the the ones that got big usually speak to an underlying fear or an under underlying hope that someone yeah. that a that a culture has yeah so you know santa claus maybe father mm. Who doesn't show that he loves us or appreciates us will secretly be a father Christmas. And when we're asleep, he'll show that he loved us because he won't do it while we're awake. Or, you know, the Easter bunny, perhaps nature still has the potential to flourish and we can connect with it in some yep. healthy way, even though we're sure. growing more industrialized. and yeah. blah, blah,
2: blah.
3: But the trash goblin, no, the trash go- yeah, no, it is it's it is actually the cryptozoological myth for the modern age, mm-hmm. you see. How, how because so? Because when you as the trash goblin come and take their trash and smear it all over yourself, right? <laughs> you are actually taking data of theirs out of the system. You're protecting them
2: cyber
0: <laughs> so 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 the symbolism what people are going to feel is
3: and when they see the shit in the can they're going to know oh the trash people didn't come and take my trash and put it into the system no the trash goblin was here and that that's, i'm gonna have good luck all week long <laughs> it's like getting
0: a, it's like getting an email saying we checked your system for, for viruses and for security breaches. And this turd mm. we've left in <laughs> its place is your certificate of, of cyber safety.
2: Jonathan, you'll be the only person in Boston allowed to jerk off in a dumpster.
0: So, so <laughs> define a- allowed. Like, who is allowing... Yeah. <laughs> are you thinking that like law enforcement and and all people are just going to allow it? They're going to get on board and accept because they have very little motivation to... to the mayor
2: to, uh, will green light this if I ask him. The mayor. The mayor. Mayor Shaky Donovan.
0: Mayor Shaky Jonathan. Donovan. Donovan. Donovan, phew.
2: Yeah, get get the name of your own mayor right.
0: I thought you thought I was also the mayor or like...
2: No, you're not the mayor this week. <laughs> This week, you're the trash goblin. Next week, you'll be trash mayor. Imagine that. Imagine if you were the mayor of Trashtown and all that garbage that you've been saving up (laughs) as as the goblin. When you're elected to the... When I elect you to the position of mayor... We can give that trash back to the people of Boston. As trash,
1: as trash goblin... You'll keep the voice. As trash goblin, I took from you your trash and gave to you glad tidings. But I am a generous goblin. As mayor, I give your trash back to you. And then we
2: like load up a big tank full of all the collected trash and blast it out of a riot hose and spray the people with it no
1: longer will big dumpster take your trash away from you I give the trash back they don't want the
0: sorry they don't want the trash back they put the trash out because they wanted it to be taken from them
2: because it's trash ah but this is what you're this is what you're not thinking of Jonathan, right? People like cashback, right? <laughs> I give you some money, you give me some money back. That cashback,
0: cashback rewards they call
2: yeah. it. Cashback, trash. Rhymes. Yes, rhymes with cash. Therefore, trashback is good. I mean, that's just science, right there. Yeah, and if anyone's got a problem with it. That's when you as mayor of, as the trash mayor of Boston that's when you yell into a megaphone everybody trash is now money and we'll we'll return civilization we'll bring it back we'll we'll bring it from the brink of destruction that the world is on now by re- <laughs> reinvigorating a trash-based economy and, and
3: let me ask you this do you think you're going to have any troubles come re-election time to be trash mayor I don't think so. Yeah. So again, I. I, I
2: Bitcoin? No, 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 no. It's all about shitcoin.
0: Why would anyone go along with it, though? <laughs> Why would anyone.
2: You tell me, if I sprayed trash all over you and then I said, trash is all money now, I think people will go for it.
3: Oh, yeah. They'll be
2: thrilled. You could be covered in trash or you could go along with it. And now you're covered in money. It's a it's a simple economic solution.
0: So if everyone is covered in trash, then trash becomes money. That's the equation. Boston
2: becomes the richest city in America.
0: No no one else in the in the country would you see you see how I mean it's not it's not me, right? Like you see it too, <laughs> no. don't you? This it's not Look, what is money? You...
2: What is money? I'm sorry to get political on this show, but I've got to talk about the socioeconomic policies that the trash man's put in place here. As his aide de camp, I have to justify this to a biased media. Okay? What about this don't you get? So, <laughs> sure,
0: what is money? Fair question. It is.
2: That's what I said, yeah. I forgot. What is money?
0: <laughs> it is. A symbol of worth. Yeah. It's a symbol of
3: achievement when you've done something of
0: value. And who
2: decided? Who decided? Yeah,
3: who who came up with this idea that these pieces of paper
2: that bits of paper and little coins and numbers and figures and money, who decided that all gets to be money?
0: It was a long time ago, and it's it's been going on for a while, and it only works because people believe in it, and, and they only...
2: Jonathan, sp- do you know what also was a long time ago? Drilling people's skulls to get the demons out. Just because it happened a long time ago doesn't mean it's okay. I'm not saying
0: I like that
3: we have a money system
0: it's it's better than all the other things we tried I
3: do get the impression that you kind of have a thing for drilling holes in people's heads all of a sudden do you want
2: to drill people's skulls to get the demons out Jonathan no (laughs) because I I noticed
0: you
3: didn't work real quick to reject
2: that
0: (laughs) yeah you were on board with that I did drill a uh, a, a metal um, rod through a guy's uh, tibia is that the
2: tibia was an antagonistic character in Romeo and Juliet (laughs) Oh, I
3: thought, I thought that was the guy from Final Fantasy X.
2: Yeah, that's the guy from Final Fantasy X, mate. Oh,
3: that's Titus.
2: Titus? No, no, that's those pods that kids eat on t- the internet.
0: <laughs> There's an episode of Road Rules Season 5. The oh, Neiman here we trial. go,
2: going on about it again. <laughs> you put it in the name of the, <laughs> name of the show
0: that you named? You named it. You named it. Uh, there's an episode I don't know if it's on YouTube some of them have been taken off I guess, but we go to to a, an emergency room. I might have talked about this on the show already and they didn't really train us. We saw like a woman's intestines hanging out within like the first two hours we were there. She was her eyes were open wide due to the excruciating pain she was in. She's just going oh, oh, oh. Okay, so they hired an actor. I guess. I don't know. We saw Intestines, and they did not have a ton of budget, so they looked pretty real. I don't know why she would sign a release and be like, yes, my screaming face and Intestines on MTV's Road Rules, absolutely.
3: Yeah, no, this sounds like some Stan Winston shit to me. I, But they, it was not a high-budget show, trust me. Oh, well, yeah, because they blew
0: it all on this Intestine Effect. <laughs> they blew it all on the Intestines gag.
2: So basically they got an actor. To have her guts cut out and you're telling me she was working to scale.
0: And that wasn't even the that was one of the grossest things, but you know, we we worked on a patient, it was in Chicago, it was in an emergency yeah. room. We worked on a patient and he died. Like he flatlined while we were trying to Did you- bring him back to life.
2: Wait a minute. (laughs) MTV had the cast of Road Rules do a surgery and a guy died. Yes. How is this the first time hearing about this?
0: I I thought everyone watched that episode. It's a a good episode. The Uh, episode
2: where you killed a man.
0: I didn't. I wasn't. You uh,
2: drilled him to death.
0: I was not on that part of the uh, Did
2: you inspire the movie Driller Killer? I was <laughs> I was with the ortho guy. I was with the Bones guy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what you with the cops. Oh, I was with the I was with the Bones guy. I wasn't I wasn't pulling out an actress's guts. I wasn't drilling a hole in a skull. Uh, well,
0: the bones guy would have drilled a hole in a uh-huh.
2: skull. Ah, <laughs> he admits I, it. I'm not
0: admitting to anything.
2: Elementary, my dear Zimmerman.
0: <laughs> I did drill. Or help drill a metal rod through a guy's um, ankle bone.
2: Wow. And your only qualification for this was wearing a baseball cap backwards. Let's be honest. And they let you do this.
0: They did not train us. And it was Chicago. We drove through Chicago. (laughs) This is Chicago in the late 90s. And it looked like a Mad Max film. Like... Oh, I'm sorry. This was Detroit. I mix oh. up Chicago and Detroit sometimes. Chicago looked great. Detroit looked really bad. And I, I apologize to any uh, listeners in Detroit who have Detroit pride. This has nothing to do with the people of Detroit. It was just a burned out – uh the wasteland. We've
2: all seen Robocop. We we know it's exactly yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: we're familiar with that documentary footage. Yeah. Nothing against the people or even the politicians of Detroit. It's just Detroit has been through a lot. I think Detroiters would agree to that. And this was the emergency room.
2: Don't call our listeners Detroiters. <laughs>
0: this was this was an emergency room in the middle of the night, so a lot of people were um Intoxicated, or had been using drugs, and were really badly hurt.
2: Apparently, the producers of MTV's Road Rules were as well. I, it,
0: it, this wasn't the final episode of Road Rules. I mean, it it, it, it flourished from here somehow. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a hit episode. It
2: actually doing
0: all that stuff. Listen to me,
2: kid. I'm an MTV producer. Listen to me, kid. Do you want to see some guts? Do you want to drill some bones? Do you want to kill a man? We got you all hooked up. You just got to sign this release form and say you never met me. We did
0: have to sign a release form, as you probably know. Of course you did.
2: You've been killing men. Yeah, we well, we didn't
0: kill. He died. <laughs> well, we didn't kill him.
2: I think Ted Bundy used that same excuse. I didn't kill her. She died.
0: <laughs> they they didn't have us to
2: well that's
0: not true they didn't have most of the people be pretty hands on but they had me be extremely hands
2: on and I was shocked they know you've got skilled fingers I,
0: I was just a 20 year old idiot with his hat on backwards not in the emergency room I didn't wear a hat there but you, you get the idea <laughs> uh, but I did actually help people so they told me if they weren't all actors and it did inspire me to later become a caregiver in the healthcare profession yeah
2: was it a real hospital or was it one of those Christian hell houses where they try and scare kids into believing in God? Did you get them mixed up and you you, walked, you thought you were walking into a hospital and you see some actress with her guts hanging out going, Oh, it's horrible! A man's died! Drill the bones! <laughs> Drill the bones for Satan!
0: It seemed like a, we talked to the doctors a lot. They invited us like out to eat and showed us all these pictures of their life as surgeons and doctors. And then one of the... Doctors uh, got a crush on one of the people i was on the show with one of the other cast members so then he oh, no. drove all the way to like montreal or something to visit her for a, a date what yeah the doctor came back what was his name Do- it was dave or doug or something
2: a 65 year old doctor had a crush on a 20 year old girl and no he was young drove across the country to have sex with her No,
0: that's but i didn't say he was i think in his late 20s and she was in her mid-20s i think there was like a oh four my or god Age difference.
1: Ah,
0: Very nice guy. I got how along. many years? Four or
1: five. Ah,
0: that's disgusting. It's not bad. What
2: scandal? B- why? Why didn't we open this entire podcast with this scandalous revelation? <laughs> You're saying a doctor in his late emphasis on late late twenties. I think I don't know it. Had full sexual intercourse. I don't know if they had sex with someone in her early twenties. On the set of MTV Rivals. That's what you're telling no, me right I'm, now. After you all killed a man.
3: In front of the entire cast and crew. Yeah.
2: They went on a date
0: or two. They think they were dating, but not. It oh wasn't, my God. I don't know anything about anything physical. I didn't even. I think I saw them hug, but I hugged. Oh! I would also hug. I'm a hugger. Wow. I hugged you them too. Saw, wow.
2: You saw an older doctor hugging a younger woman in front of you your baseball cap, a woman's intestines, and that pig you were holding in one episode. And you
0: just let that happen. The pig wasn't. This Do was, you
2: deny that you held a pig on an episode of Road Rolls? I did.
0: I like those pigs a lot. I can't remember their names. Somebody quizzed me. They're like, oh, you like the pigs so much. What were their names? I'm like, I can't. This is 20 <laughs> years ago. I don't know. Uh, I only knew them for a week. I liked the pigs.
1: Did someone accuse you of being a fake pig boy? Yeah,
0: they, 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 but you've got to like test your love or prove your love for these these pigs
2: oh you say you like pigs do you well name just name me 10 dragon ball z characters <laughs> that's what i go through
0: it's what i as a, as a former 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 mild c-list celebrity people feel like they've got to put me to the test quite a bit
2: yeah put you through the ringer
0: not that you would know anything about putting Nah. Me through the ringer. How?
2: No. Jonathan, name me ten Dragon Ball Z characters. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Prove to me
0: that you're a real anime boy. Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I was more of a fan of the the cuter one that came first. But uh, Bulma, Chi-Chi, Goku, Poir, Oolong, I think is the pig. I think he's having a stroke. Yamcha? Come on. I'm not. I'm for real.
2: Are you speaking in tongues right now?
0: Yamcha... Uh, Krillin, Cell,
1: huh?
0: Piccolo, and what? Frieza. The
1: power of Christ compels I you. I could go
0: on. There's more after that. They kept going. Broly, Vegeta, uh, Boo, Majin Boo. You're just speaking gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not gibberish. This is, this is fiction. This is uh, the fairy tale of our time. This is modern day myth.
2: I've never heard of any of this. Dragon Ball. No, no. The correct answer is Bumble Lion, <laughs> Agent Smith, Plucky Duck. Those are the only three Dragon Ball Z characters I know. But then I never claimed to be an anime boy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a your question. There was only three characters.
2: C-3PO. <laughs> that was another one. The droid. Herman Goering. Who? You see, I'm thinking of all of them now. The D Years. That was another one.
0: That's a, that's a whole other show. Fred Savage.
2: Jambalaya Jones. <laughs> that's not real. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jones. Meet Joe Black. That's
0: a, that's a whole other, that's a three hour long movie starring Brad, Brad Lee Pitt.
2: Tommy Lee Jones. I can't stop thinking of Dragon Ball Z characters now.
3: <laughs> Jack White.
2: Jack White. That's a, oh, it's one of my favorites. The Jack White arc was the best saga in Dragon Ball Z. Jack
0: White, the uh, singer of the White Stripes.
2: No, Jack White the Namek from the planet Namek. I you said you were into Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'm
0: not. I never... What? I never said... He a... went
2: up against Emperor Battery Hen.
0: <sighs> I don't even like Dragon Ball Z very much. I liked it more when I was Clearly. younger. The, the fight scenes are pretty exciting sometimes. Very creative character design. Very good. But the stories are, are something to be uh, criticized a lot of the time. They leave a lot to be desired.
2: Dr. Citrus. It's not
0: real. There's Mr. Satan.
2: There is a character called Mr. Satan.
0: Yeah. But I think they had to change things about him when he was initially uh, localized because.
2: Yeah, they found Mr. Satan too um, offensive. So they called him Dr. Rainus for a few years.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. He's got an afro. He's very American style. He's an American style wrestler, if I remember correctly as well poking fun at american machismo with uh, mr satan
2: jonathan do you want to go to a nightclub and do like mad amounts of poppers and kids what
0: i don't even know what those are drugs i bet but no we find little poppy like the plants that if you squeeze them yeah. they pop and like a seed comes out it's how they uh reproduce the plants we find those poppers out in the, in the fields, in the woods. It's very nice.
2: Will that give you a Russian and relax your anus?
0: Is that what it?
2: <laughs>
0: no, I don't think about my anus. I don't know what it does.
2: <laughs> That's fine. Um, I'm doing the thinking for both of us so. I guess so. You know how pregnant women eat for two? Pregnant people, I should say, eat for two, right?
0: True, true, true.
2: I think of your ass for two. He's
0: got guy all under control. Why? What's there to think about, though? I mean, I use it once a day about... It's fine. It's it's clean.
2: That feels like a waste. So <laughs> like you've got this brilliant anus and you're only using it once a day. If I were there, it would get a lot more use.
0: How would you know it's it's not br- br- so brilliant means it's radiant. It's, it's, it's a shining light. It's filled with yeah. energy and, and warmth.
2: When I see you, I think the sun shines out your eyes. It's definitely not.
0: I don't even know if my ass is any good at all. It
2: could if we filled it with sunny delight and then gave you a squeeze.
0: <laughs> Something would come out. It's true. Yeah. Uh, with vitamins.
1: Sunny day and... would come out.
0: I used to think maybe my butt looked good because I was thin and butt strong. My butt muscles were strong. These days, I have no idea. I feel like it's probably just looks flat and sad and no fun for anyone, which is okay because I don't want any butt fun with anybody just about. It's nice to look nice, but you know, from there, there's no real purpose in looking good at this point.
2: What's your top 10 Yu-Gi-Oh cards?
0: <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, I know next to nothing about other than it was a Konami property. I know there's a character named Yugi. And O means story in in, uh, Japanese, so it's the story of Yugi. Sometimes his hair is yellow. Then there was like a whole other guy starring in the show after like season four or something. It's all I know. Never watched it. I know nothing. I'm sorry.
2: What's your top ten Beatles songs?
0: Wow. You know, you're not the first person to ask that. There's a uh, frequent listener of this show. I think it's Q27, is it? or It's a Quinn there's a few Quins that listen to the show.
2: Harley Quinn. Am, am, <laughs> I know that. Sorry, I'm naming Dragon Ball Z characters again. Sorry.
0: Someone who listens to the show. I'm sorry. I'm blanking on it on the spot. Johnny on the spot. I am not. It's hard for me to think of things right away. But they used to ask me, "What are your favorite Beatles like?" I would just be doing whatever, and then I get a tweet. Hey, what are your favorite Beatles songs? I'm like, I have, what? Uh, I'll try. But it's a it's a hard question, isn't it? The Beatles. No, it's not. It's not a hard it's really question. really
2: easy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay then. What what should I say? What are what are the answers? What are my favorite Beatles songs? Revolver. Revolver? Is that a song?
1: Yeah. I
0: thought that was an album. Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll name it. Band on the Run. That's the that's Jets.
0: That's Wings. Mamunia. Harmonia?
2: Silly love songs.
0: This is all mm. post Beatles Paul McCartney album. And then, Help then him.
2: six covers of silly love songs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Paul McCartney does have a song called Temporary Secretary, which is like sh- disturbingly bad. I don't know if you've heard it. You should look it up if you haven't heard it.
2: It's a song he wrote after he literally rented the film Secretary. <laughs>
0: Starring Maggie Gyllenhaal and James Spader.
2: He was like, I think the song's about like how many wanks can you fit into one weekend before he has to put the tape back into the uh, the blockbuster slot.
0: That's what Paul McCartney was doing that weekend.
2: Oh, he rubbed himself raw over James Spader. <laughs> it's,
0: really un- it's really unlikely.
2: And he was really upset because he he, th- he read James Spader, but he, in his head he thought David Spade. And he's like, well, if I squint a bit, if I squint a bit, he does look sort of awful.
0: To so Maggie Gyllenhaal, not to his interest exactly. James Spader is a guy who's just like, oh, um, um, if you could um, come in here with a, with a with a plate on your head, that would that would suffice. Oh. Just a, a uptight man uh, in a suit. Yeah. One, <laughs> it's not. I know people find the film erotic. I've uh, certainly think it's interesting. Yeah,
2: that bit where she. That bit where she's got to, like, stand with her hands on the desk until she shits herself. That was the best bit. Is that in that movie? Yeah, he's like, what you're going to do is you're going to stand o- over this desk and you're going to shit yourself. She shits and she pisses and then he drags her off to watch her.
0: The, the, the trial of Pudding Boy is sort of a <laughs> spiritual sequel.
2: Yeah, Pudding Lad.
0: Pudding Lad. And there was no trial. There was no trial in your play. <laughs>
2: There was! You were put on trial for your crimes against rights.
0: It sounded like I was beaten to uh, the point of being unable to defend myself. I was probably near unconsciousness and then was just... You
2: were not! You were bunked on the bum with a Bobby's truncheon and then you had rice pudding sprayed in your face and then you were carried around triumphantly.
0: Fair you said Conrad should hit me with a stick and say pervert each time. <laughs> pervert! 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 Yeah, but it's like a love tab. <laughs> the the pain is very distracting. It's hard to concentrate when you're panicking due to the beating you're taking from the
2: the, the the police. You always have a problem with the things we say and do.
0: That is not true.
2: Always. Do you remember that time when I held aloft my magic sword and said I have the power and then fabulous secret powers were revealed to me? You were so pissed off that day. <laughs> You've never stopped trying to seize his Castle Gray Skull. That's
0: not even mildly true. I'd, I'd be <laughs> very, very happy with you if you became the next master of the universe. But it's not the – I don't – that never really made sense to me, right? Because uh, Prince Adam turns into He-Man. He looks exactly the same except he has a tan and less clothes. People don't recognize him, though. They think it's the same guy. And then he's the master of the universe, but he's really only has like some jurisdiction over parts of Eternia and that's it, right? What, what is he really master of? He's in charge of that cat and some stuff as Prince. That's it. It's a lie.
2: What you want to do, what you want to do, and this will make you famous, is you now take that argument, do a YouTube video about it, and then title the video in all caps, PRINCE ADAM EXPOSED. <sighs>
3: That's five million views right there.
2: Falsely claims to be master of the universe, only has jurisdiction over parts of Eternia. Skeletor validated. It it
0: might actually work. Like you said, I don't like your ideas. That one, I wouldn't be proud of myself, but it, it has... I would say a 3% chance of actually getting a ton of views because you never know.
2: Snake Mount in Truth 69. Well,
3: yeah, I mean, eventually you could maybe move on to some other topics like, you know, the way veterans' rights administration just totally screwing over people like Man-at-Arms.
0: Yeah, Man-at-Arms, who's green over most of his body, but I guess that's like a skin-tight bodysuit because his face is
2: pink. Orko says it's a woman's right to choose. (laughs) It's,
0: uh... There's tons of potential, for sure. Hordak, who is Skeletor's boss, I guess, who, like, turned him into Skeletor with magic. But he's actually a she villain. There's definitely something someone would care about if I talked about that in such a way that was perfect. So
3: maybe. Yeah, I, I hear he's, uh, he's advocating Medicare for all on Eternia. <laughs> Hordak is.
2: Yeah, he's gone full Bernie.
0: You know Monopoly made a new game. I'm sorry, the the company that makes Monopoly made a new socialism Monopoly game that's making fun of socialism.
2: Yeah, I read I read about some of that. It seems thoroughly witless.
0: Yeah, yeah, you you do stupid stuff in it like vote. It's like why are we having all these elections? You're wasting all your time. Voting it's very very weird the folks who made that what they think.
3: Yeah, Hasbro has uh licensed a company called USAopoly that does nothing but make Monopoly themed themed Monopoly games basically. That's a job. Yeah.
2: Do you think there's a Monopoly porn parody? I'm going to look it up now.
3: I don't have
0: too much more time. I do want to hear this, of course.
2: We'll make this the last thing.
0: Uncle Cummy Bags.
2: Uh, we've got Porn Monopoly by Slut Guys. Oh, that's an album. I'm going to listen. It's from the album Porn Monopoly. <laughs> hmm. There we are. Porn Monopoly from the album Porn Monopoly by Slut Guys. The
3: titular track.
2: There we go. Triple Xopoly. Learn how to satisfy your partner, fulfill your wildest fantasies, strengthen your relationship. Number one adult board game of the year.
3: It's a, So it's a game you can buy. Uh, that's got to be made by, like, ADV Games or something like that. I think we used to sell that. Man, you know your board game
2: stuff, Conrad. I, oh,
3: I used to manage a board game store, like, 20 years ago. I had forgotten that. Yeah. Well, on that note...
2: There's a Lego porn parody called Lego, oh. and they've, they've painted their heads yellow, but then they've made helmets in the shape of Lego heads, and their faces are poking through. And it looks horrifying.
0: That sounds it.
2: It looks like a cheese curd has given birth to a human face.
0: Well, now that I know that...
2: Do you feel more famous, Jonathan, at the end of the day?
0: I I forgot. I almost didn't even mention this. You know, past month or so, I've mentioned how I lost 100 followers. I think I got them back. Mm. I'm back up to my former numbers, thanks to probably the show. So, yes. There we
2: go. Definitely thanks to this, because this is the only thing you've got going on.
0: Well, I wouldn't... Sure. I've
2: stricken I've <laughs> stricken the rest of your life from canon.
0: It's one of the only things that I regularly promote. That and Nintendo Force magazine, which is a, a very separate thing. Though, yeah. I don't know... If it, the editor-in-chief of Nintendo Force, like, innocent family man, father of four constantly talking about Nintendo things. We once had a a slight debate about whether we should um, have Shantae on the cover of one of our magazines because it might not be family-friendly enough because she's, like, risque. He emails me and is like, hey, if Jim wants to do a video on Nintendo Force or if he wants to get involved and do a little Boston's Favorite Son Nintendo Force crossover, I'm like, do you have any idea? Like, (laughs) what? Have you... (laughs) I just assume he hasn't listened to the show because he thought, like, maybe cleavage would be too much for his readers. If any of them experience this podcast, it's going to be a a total nightmare for Nintendo Forces um, Public Image Limited.
2: I safely assume no one (laughs) listens to this show.
0: I got tons. I got more followers. I'm getting very sweet messages from people saying thank you. You undercut yourself. You make me laugh on the show. You seem like a nice person. Blah blah blah. They're very kind, and that means they're listening, I guess. Unless they just made it up and just pretended they listened, but I think it's real.
2: Seems like Russian interference. <laughs> yeah. You,
3: know, you think they're bots?
2: It's yeah. It's it's Putin and his boys
0: trying to trying to uh, sow division.
3: Trying to stop you from becoming famous.
2: Yeah. It's the trial of Putin, lad. I don't know what that means. <laughs> We'll stop the podcast now. We'll stop the podcast so you can go home.
0: Yeah. Oh sure. That sounds good, but I look forward to next time.
2: We'll let you go on your merry way.
0: <laughs> I will be very merry and it was great talking to you guys. I'll talk to you hopefully next week or next time.
2: Simply
0: having a
2: wonderful Christmas Son of time. Bitch.
0: That is Simply the single time worst time Christmas
2: song. A wonderful Christmas time. Simply
3: having. And, and I, I think it, there's, like, the universal side. agreement that it's the worst Christmas song. How does it still get airplay on Christmas stations? I think a lot of people really love it. They,
0: they, how? It's, it's very un—it doesn't ask anything of you. It just
3: pours over you. Yeah, it doesn't expect you to have any taste, clearly.
0: Well, or anything. It's just—it's it's a non-event. It's just a um, kind of a wave from a distance from Paul McCartney. That, that's unoffensive. No one was
3: offended, I guess. No, I'm offended.
0: <laughs>
2: Bye, everyone.
0: <laughs> Bye.
3: Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan off Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show, that shouldn't have happened.
2: Um, I'm going to count to three, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. say sync, and then we're going to mm-hmm. synchronise our voices. So that ju- So that Justin Westin can do it all for us nice. <clears throat> three, two,
3: one. Sync. sync. It's funny, because you said you were going to count to three, and then you counted down from three. Oh, the old countdown trick. This is a little switcheroo.
1: Ooh, I'm count von three to one. <laughs> keeping us keeping us on our toes.